Warning, this podcast contains strong language, mentions of disordered eating, mental health and other bits and bobs. If diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. If you've suffered from weight stigma, clap your hands. If you're sick of weight loss tales and looking down upon the scales, if diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. Very important disclaimer before we start. One, I have a new microphone, so this could all sound like horse shit. Number two, I did not know that Anna Richardson was with Sue Perkins. That makes no sense right now, but it will make sense when you realise I am going to be talking about Anna Richardson for the foreseeable future. And I did not know that. Not that it matters, but I just, I feel like it's something I should have known. And I feel cheated that I didn't know that. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Also, second disclaimer, I kind of forgot that Sue Perkins existed once she stopped um, doing Bake Off. So yeah, two really important things to note there. New microphone and Anna Richardson is with the Baking Queen. Also, another disclaimer to add to the long list of disclaimers. I feel like in another universe, me and Anna Richardson could have ended up together because there is no doubting she is a beautiful woman. The disclaimers are over. Let us continue with the episode. Now, lovely listeners, I cannot tell you where this will end up because I don't know. In my head, I have... I have some some interesting points to make this week. I say this week. Who knows when these will come out? They will come out as I please. Who knows where this will end up? This could end up with a nice, calm and collected, rounded off finish. Or it could just be me screaming. Who knows? Who cares? Let's carry on listening to find out how angry Sydney truly gets this week. So, Anna Richardson... Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Um, from my very reliable source from Wikipedia, Anna Richardson, Anna Claire Richardson, is an English television presenter, writer and journalist. She's presented various television shows for Channel 4, including Super Size vs Super Skinny, The Sex Education Show, Secret Eaters and Super Shoppers, and Naked Attraction. <laughs> Okay, I would just like to point out that Wikipedia isn't a great source, full stop, but the only things about Anna Richardson on Wikipedia are the fact that she went to um, the School of St Mary and St Anne in Shropshire, she presented, she's bisexual, and she had a legal dispute with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, um, you can read up all about that yourselves, because it gives you approximately one line of information, but I really thought I'd share that with you. Could I forget in that list of things that Anna Richardson has presented, she also presented My Big Fat Diet Show, which is one of the main things I really want to talk about this episode, because I think it is terrible. I could have sugarcoated that, but what's the fucking point? Before the hardcore Anna Richardson fans come for me, because, you know, I'm sure there are hordes and hordes of them, um, I would like to point out that Anna Richardson does have a problem with her thyroid. Now, this, however, wasn't actually diagnosed until 2018, which is years after these terrible programmes were released. But, you know, I will mention it because it, it's fair enough. Also, um, I've read a lot about the fact that it's, you know, she thought she was going through the menopause and it turns out it was a thyroid issue, you know, and how she was really upset that she was putting on weight around her middle. Why does it matter? I, d- I just don't get it. If I say Anna Richardson three times into a bathroom mirror, 
will she appear behind me and make me weigh myself? So our main girl, Anna Richardson, is five foot five inches tall. Now, according to, you know, the bullshit measure indicator, aka BMI, um, she should be around 150 pounds, which is um, 10 stone something, right? Also, let's just bear in mind, BMI is bullshit. There is no right weight for your height. It's all horse shit. Don't read into that. But for argument's sake, 10 stone, 7 is about right for someone who's 5 foot 5, you know? Like, that's the top end of the BMI. Now, Anna Richardson, at the time of recording My Big Fat Diet show, weighed 9 stone 7. And the concept of this TV show was, just after Christmas, everyone's, you know, put on a bit of celebrating weight, which is absolutely fine, because it's what we fucking do. And she takes these, I think it's four or five women, who all want to drop a dress size to fit into these dresses. Also, side note, these dresses are fucking horrendous. Like, they look like black bags. Like, you know, you shouldn't be dropping a dress size to get into them. You should be yeeting them into the bin. Um, and the goal is to lose this dress size in, I think it's a week. Yeah, lose drop, drop a dress size in a week. And um, their calorie intake for the week is 1,200. Just let that sink in. 1,200 calories for women in their 30s and 40s. Toddlers. No, I don't have kids. Children eat around that much. Now, I should probably go and fact check that, but I know that babies eat less than that. But that's my point. My point is nobody should be living on 1,200 calories a day. Now, um, in, in the episodes in the series, she does say, this is only supposed to be followed, you know, for a week, for three weeks. Um, don't do it long term. Now, people who want to lose weight after Christmas, people who are desperate to lose that weight that they've put on over the festive period aren't going to give a fuck about that. They're going to see this TV programme and go, fuck, she's lost a dress size in a week or three weeks or however long it is. I want to do that too. And that's how disordered eating starts. Even if, you know, it wasn't when you were young or even if it's not, you know, you don't think it's ingrained in you. Like, this, this is how these things start. So um, I've just found the description for this TV show on IMDb. And it says... The January diet is, for many, an annual ritual as the excesses of the festive season rest heavily on the nation's waistlines. In My Big Fat Diet, Anna Richardson grabs the UK by its love handles sorry, and shows viewers how to lose those extra pounds fast. No fads, no gimmicks, just simple calorie counting and exercise makes this diet a definite winner for a fun, quick fix to kickstart the year. I'm going to stop you there. There's nothing fucking fun about counting 1,200 calories a day. Point de. Two. Uno. Don't know any other numbers in any other languages. They say in a fun way. Their idea of fun is filming these women um, crying when they can't eat because they're hungry, because their sugar levels have crashed, and they, they, they can't eat anything because they've eaten everything already. Um... And they have this amazing concept where they have their um, 100 calorie supermarket. So every single food is split up into 100 calorie servings. So that could be, you know, potatoes, broccoli, chocolate, um, wine. And you just see these women kind of go, oh, my God, that's 100 calories worth. You know, it's crazy. Like, yeah, of course, 100 calories isn't a lot of something like You'd think that would be common sense, but again, it goes back to what I was saying last week, that, you know, a lot of people don't 
understand what goes into their food and that's a lot of the time that's not our fault that's you know a lack of education got our miserable women who don't like the way they look after christmas check we've got our bin bag dresses that nobody should be wearing but we want to fit into them anyway check now the thing that really irks me is the fact that anna richardson goes do you know what ladies i'm gonna join in with you because i could i could really afford to lose five pounds no no you can't at the time of filming this you weighed nine stone seven you fit into your made-up bracket of what the perfect weight is. So why are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's miserable. They slowly start cutting out food groups so they can't eat certain things that were keeping them going. And then bish, bash, bosh, we get to the end of the challenge. You've got five women who look slightly ill because they're malnourished. And you've got them all standing there in their nice bin bag dresses. And they're all so happy with themselves. But in reality, that fucking five pounds that they've lost that doesn't matter in the slightest is going to be put back on and they're just going to go back to the way they were which was probably healthier and happier Whew, she got angry there and we're only on the first tv show so moving swiftly on we're going to go to um a a guilty pleasure of mine which is um secret eaters now i have a love-hate relationship with this program i will watch it and I will go, oh, wow, look at look at all that stuff that they've eaten secretly without anyone knowing. Whilst I'm sat there with a share bag of crisps, eating them. Not really knowing that I'm eating them, and that's okay, because crisps are tasty as hell. But the concept is, Anna Richardson um, gets these people to be like, oh, well, I don't know why I'm putting on all this weight. I've put on four stone in a year, and I eat really healthily. In reality, they do eat quite healthily, but, you know, they snack. We are a nation of snackers. It's kind of what we do. She has um, undercover detectives literally following these people um, and finding what they've eaten on the run or at work or, you know, in the car. They'll rummage for their wrappings. They'll go into takeaways afterwards and order what they've ordered just to see what they've been eating. And then they go into this office um, thinking that they're, they're going to go see a nutritionist at the end of the week. And it turns out Anna Richardson removes the walls of the office and it's all of the food that they've eaten that week now the good intentions behind this program are to get people to see how much they're actually eating and what they're eating and get them to be like oh i probably don't need to eat that much let's work with the dietitian and get ourselves back on track no that's not what happens they literally get guilted into seeing what they're eating and going look at you look at how disgusting you are look at what you've done Look at the fact that you've lied to all of us. And it, I think it's so problematic. Like, these people are going on these TV shows because they genuinely can't see what's going on and they want the help, you know? And it's just like a big, <laughs> fuck you, I'm not going to help you, I'm just going to expose you and then, you know, guilt you into changing. Now, do I think for one minute that this is what Anna Richardson actually thinks? Of course I don't. I don't think for a second she thinks she's harming anyone as a presenter of these shows. Because at the end of the day, yes, she's just making a living. But also, you know, for someone that has struggled with their weight, I find it very strange that you would go on these shows and be like, oh, look, look how fat you are. I, I, find, that, I find that very strange. But wait, lads, there is more. Now, on these um, two shows, you've got sections in between which has you know uh, it follows the lives of people that have strange food addictions now you know this could be um coke or cheese or um chocolate you know things like this things that are you know comfort food you know things that have stemmed from quite young on that people are going oh, i need to eat this this makes me feel better um and they go for quite a 
well, it's TV, so they go for quite a, a bold approach where they, they get a psychiatrist and they get the person suffering and they go, you like cheese, don't you? And they go, yeah, I like cheese. Here's a plate of cheese next to me. Can I have some cheese? No, you can't have any cheese. That's that's horrible to start with. But then, it, it, you know, they talk about the problem. They ask where the problem might have started. And then they take them into a room. Now, this room is set up with all of the addictive substance that they consume in one year. So if it's cheese, there'll, there'll be 700 tonnes, literally 700 tonnes of cheese that they've eaten in a year. You know, and it's, you know, it's that it's that shock factor that it's there to get them to be like, oh, my God, I must change my ways before I die. But again, you know, it's not there's there's nothing authentic about it. You know, these people are suffering and it's, you know, it's I, I, this isn't Anna Richardson's fault. This is the TV program's fault. But, you know, while we're here, I may as well go for it. Um, it's just like, oh, let's not actually help you. Let's just shock you into, you know, making you change for our TV program. And then we'll deal with the psychological after, after math afterwards. You know, but hey, that's channel four for you. Okay, so are you still with me? I'm still with me. I'm a bit sweaty from the rage, but I'm still here. Now, um, we're going to move on to um, a popular TV program called Naked Attraction. I'm sure you've heard of it. If you haven't, it's basically four singletons in four little cubes and they're butt naked. Um, and they scroll the slide up from feet to head. They get asked questions, and basically the person that wants a date sees them cock and balls and all before they decide if they want to go out. So, you know, fuck the getting to know you. Let me see your penis. That is something that should not be taken out of context. Now, this is where, again, I get a little bit frustrated because, of course, people grow, people change, people uh, can, you know, change their opinions and become better people absolutely we love that we love change we love accepting our problems etc etc but this you know this quote really gets me so um on inews um anna richardson did a little interview and there's a quote from her that says it is the most inclusive and supportive environment and i really mean that she says because if you've got people of all identities and all genders who are naked then it's a massive leveler what no shady sideways glances or muted giggles behind hands. Never, ever, ever have I heard anybody, either on the crew or amongst the contributors, slag somebody off for the way they look. And I find that really hopeful and really positive, reveals Richardson. Now, that is all well and good and lovely and wonderful. But, you know, where was that mindset five years ago, ten years ago, when you were working on these TV programmes, which were literally taking women and putting them down to just what they look like. Now, I'm not saying that she hasn't changed as a person. I'm really not saying that. And I don't really know why this abuse is being hurled at Anna Richardson, but it's just the fact that she's done so many TV programmes like this. You know? It's like so many. And so many interviews regarding weight and dress size and how important it is. And I just think, you know, what change to make you feel like that? Is it because... It's, you know, it's, it's all right. It's not a program about the way you look. It's, it's who you're dating. So I don't need to focus on your weight. But, you know, it just seems very contradicting to say something like that. Just think for a second that you're one of these women that have taken part in My Big Fat Diet Show or one of the people that was on Secret Eaters and, and read that she'd said that and you'd think, okay, well, what about when you were calling me greedy, fat and, you know, disgusting because of my eating habits? and stuff 
doesn't really, you know, add up. Another beautiful quote from Anna Richardson in the same interview. Um, when you have a Tory government and the DUP in power, then you're slightly screwed if you're going to be having conversations about sexuality, women's control of their own bodies, abortion rights, and so on. We're being brought back rather than being progressive without question. Now, again, I find this problematic purely because for so many years you were on TV literally slating women's bodies and, you know, taking any control or the way that they felt about their bodies and going, nope, you're not allowed to feel like that. You must fit in and you must be thin. But, you know, give it a few years and we'll flip it on its head because that's what people want. People don't want to see people being mean about their size anymore. You know, that's that's gone out of fashion. It's now it's now in and acceptable to like your body. So I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. That's what it looks like, you know. Briefly go back to um, Secret Eaters. It's, you know, I think it's such a terrible concept for a TV show, not just because it, you know, really invades someone's privacy, but also the fact that it, it takes something quite serious, which is, you know, a binge eating disorder and just makes it like, oh, well, you're just, you know, you're just eating food for the sake of it, you know, shut your mouth, stop eating. It's not that easy from someone that's been both anorexic and then had a binge eating disorder and then somehow managed to level out in the middle somewhere. It's not just eating for the sake of it. It's so much more than that. It's so much more emotionally entwined than that. And, you know, programmes like this just make a mockery of it. It's just like, oh, look, another one's doing it. When in reality, you have no idea what's going on in their head and you have no idea how hard it is to cope. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your size does not equate to how ill you may be. Hello, train. You don't need to be a size zero to have an eating disorder. And binge eating disorders should be, you know, taken just as seriously as any other eating disorder. I think we're going to end the Anna Richardson rant. Now, I doubt very much that she will listen to this because I'm, you know, not exactly popping on the charts. But if she does happen to listen to this, hi, Anna, how's it going? I don't hate you. I just think the things that you've done are a bit silly. So if you want to have a chat, I'm right here. Now, let's end this on a lovely little... <laughs> My apologies there. I seem to have briefly turned into a cow. Now, a little bit of positivity to end this week's podcast on. I've got some lovely messages regarding the first episode of this, which was, you know, lovely to get, but also nice to know that more than 10 people listened. So we'll crack on here. I am not going to mention any names because why would I do that? You don't know these people. You, you don't know Susie from down the road. Um... Your podcast is incredible, so, so painfully relatable and yet personal at the same time. I've just recently made the decision to speak to someone because I've noticed disordered eating creeping back into my life and I didn't think I'd be able to make myself listen to it when I saw you post it, but I'm so, so glad I did. That's lovely. I really hope that you get things sorted. Um, we've got another one here. This one, <laughs> I mean, take this one how you will. I was listening to your podcast in bed last night and fell asleep. Not because of the content, because it was really engaging, but because of your dulcet tones. We'll make sure I finish it off today. Would you like me to talk in these dulcet tones? Wait, does that, does, is that ASMR? Is this ASMR? I'm going to stop that before I uh, make people sad. Um, we've got one more here. Where is it? Here we go. Um, hey, hope you're well. I am well. Thank you. I know this is a little out of the blue, 
but I've just listened to your podcast and I thought I'd message you and say well done. You've got a great voice for it, thank you, and as someone who's gone slash going through the process of tackling their weight and everything that comes with it, it was lovely to hear from a like-minded source. Keep it going and I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, lucky you, Anonymous, because I'm not going to say your name because that isn't fair. Here you go. Here's episode two. And now, here is the end of episode two. But episode three is coming. Some point. I don't know when, but it will be soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go and give me a follow over on Kindness Over Clothes Size on Instagram. It's all one word. It's in my banner on SoundCloud. And I will eventually um, figure out how to put this on to Spotify. But until then, please keep checking my SoundCloud page. Thank you all very much, you lovely little geese. And I will be back very, very soon for the next episode. If diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. If you've suffered from weight stigma, clap your hands. If you're sick of weight loss tales and looking down upon the scales. If diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. Hello, it's me again. End of episode disclaimer. I only just figured out that this microphone is a condenser mic and most of this sounds like shit. Oh well.